Yo, good morning. Thank you for listening. Welcome to a uh, boys morning, as we call it around here. I'm recording this on Saturday morning, March 2nd. And uh, on Saturdays, my wife goes to Redbird Market in Fairport. My wife, who uh, had a full-time job in public relations, left a little over a month ago now, uh, essentially does full-time Redbird Market, the little grocery store that we own, and uh, Saturdays are a day where I have, we've kind of agreed as a family, you know, that I will uh, not work myself, I will always make sure that I'm home, and she can go and do Redbird Market on Saturdays, and I will take Leo during the week. Uh, my poor wife is generally juggling those things, where he has preschool and a grandma and some babysitters and some neighbors and her and then me and it's just kind of a constant toggling schedule of who's got leo but on saturdays it's just sort of a blanket agreement i will always be home saturday at least the first half of the day to be with leo so anyway so we signed up for soccer practice we're going to Total Sports Experience today in Gates, which I'm excited for. We've always done East Rochester, but I understand Gates is like the main location. And then that's going to put us out into the world about 1230 this afternoon. And I am so excited because I'm thinking about doing the unthinkable. I am thinking about dropping on him out of nowhere a trip to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I have fun there too, by the way. Yes, I do buy myself a card when I go and play the games right along with them. To be honest with you, I, the games are mostly meant for kids. Well, of course they're mostly meant for kids. Good one, Polly. But anyway, they're meant for kids, which means if I buy myself like a half hour worth of time of playing games, I can usually rack up a lot of tickets and we end up with a nice prize out the door and, and that, you know, also seals the day. But anyway, I don't want it to sound like I'm just bribing my child, but frankly, you know, I think I'm, I'm, I think I kind of am, so <laughs> anyway, um, I'll make it kind of short, obviously, Dario on the podcast today, Dario's a great guy who uh, I've known for a couple of years now, a uh, local comedian, very successful in everything he does, has his hand in a lot of things, and that's something I really admire about him, that's something that I do as well, um, and so it's when I'm talking to him, I really feel like I'm talking to somebody who kind of understands, in fact, it even comes up in this podcast at one point uh, that, you know, the the idea of kind of having your hand in a million different things is, is just part of your identity. And it would be actually hard or possibly even detrimental to not do that. And so I think it's interesting because he kind of clued me into that in this podcast. I hadn't ever really thought of it that way. And uh, anyway, you'll hear that. That'll come out naturally. Um, also want to give a shout out at the very beginning. I don't know if I do a good job of introducing her. But Ronnie from Petite Poutine makes a very, very short guest appearance at the very beginning of this podcast. At the end of the podcast, after the mics are off, we end up ordering food. And I had the uh, buffalo chicken poutine, but, uh, and Dario had the meatloaf sandwich. But they have on the menu now at, at the Petite Poutinerie, they have the Hearts Breakfast Sandwich on the menu now which i think is so cool so clever and it's kind of one of those things where you're like why not everybody loved that hearts breakfast sandwich frankly i loved hearts in general i miss that store i just ah that was there's so many like reasons why i wish that store had succeeded it was everything i i wished it would be it was everything that we all always say we wish it existed and then it existed and somehow just didn't make it and uh there's probably a lot of behind the scenes as to why it didn't make it but at the end of the day i guess enough people just didn't shop there and that is 
a really sad thing. And frankly, during the time that it was open, you know, I'm guilty. I went to Wegmans sometimes, and I went to Hearts sometimes, and it, 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 you know, I kind of more based my life based on convenience. Um, and a, a portion of that time, when Hearts was open, I was living in Fairport. A, a big portion of that time, I was living in Fairport in the basement with my father-in-law, so my wife and I could save money to buy a house, and also so I could not have expenses and start my business. And um, it, you know, it was just wasn't convenient for me to go to downtown Rochester to do my grocery shopping. But I've always felt just a just a hint of just a little hint of. Um, guilt regarding hearts not working you know i don't know i don't know it's not this is not a topic i plan on getting into in this intro but anyway the hearts breakfast sandwich which is something a lot of people talk about and wish still existed uh does exist it has been brought back and it is available on saturday mornings only at uh, le petite poutinerie in the neighborhood of the arts anyway dario has a brand new comedy album coming out um you can uh, you can actually get that this Wednesday. We'll talk plenty about that in the podcast. Just want to talk about upcoming podcasts as well. I have uh, the owner of Rocco, Mark Cupolo. He is coming up next Sunday. And then two Sundays from today, I do have John Swan of the Swan family of restaurants. That interview was actually conducted inside of Vern's during dinner service. So... Um, audio quality might be a little sus, but, you know, it'll be fun. It'll be something definitely sort of uh, fully immersive, if you will. Anyway, in the meantime, thank you so much for listening, and please enjoy my time with Dario. I'm starting again, and this time I think we have to talk about the fact that we have two podcasters here, um, and one one of us was in broadcasting for 15 years, and we just did an entire two minutes of this podcast with the. Oh wait a second, can we get a can we yes. get a guest up? Get in here. First of all, what's going on, buddy? Petite poutinerie in the house. Hi. Who are you? I'm Ronnie. And you are. I'm cooking today. Oh, um, I, I work here sometimes, like every day. <laughs> we, we sat at this exact table and did a podcast with you here. At, I was just telling Dario that we're at the we're at the pinnacle of hipness in downtown Rochester. Petite poutinerie. This is with the spot. Dario, this who, is the spot. Who's hip? And he's he's in the process of writing an article for City Magazine. All of it is happening right here. It's true. Yes, yeah. it's happening. Yeah. Anyway, good to see you. Good to see you, Ronnie. I don't know why you're underselling yourself, but. <laughs> Maybe it's it's the hairnet. When I wear my hairnet, I don't feel as powerful. But <laughs> I hope I think you're right. I think everyone. 
everyone should know that she owns the joint, I guess. I think people know that. But. You're making the food. I mean, that's that's a big deal. Um, well, just let me know when you guys want something, and I'll bring it over for you. All right. That's very nice of you. Like, did this Thank just turn you, into Rick. refined taste? Is that what just happened? That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, but you are, you're sitting here in the process of writing an article yes. for the April edition. I, are, can it. we say what it is, or is it a secret? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think Leah would like that. No? Uh, no. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep it under wraps. But I could tell you, I don't know, maybe, maybe whatever. Maybe uh, April, it's, uh, there's a certain holiday on the 20th that, the issue is going to be about uh-huh. so um, so most of the articles including mine uh is about that topic are so. you high right now i am not <laughs> i am not <laughs> i'm actually i'm actually like kind of in the middle of working i'm in the middle of a work day too so yes. yeah I, I will tell you that if you were to be high <laughs> this would be the freaking joint to come to oh yeah oh, poutine would rule God. definitely all right, so here's why I had to pull up Facebook before we started talking. Oh, yeah. Because I learned a couple of things. Okay. First of all, I learned that outside of stand-up comedy and podcasting and writing, that you're also just good at your actual job? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Surprising, right? <laughs> so the 2023 Arthur S. Hamlin Award Certificate of Recognition for Performance Excellent went to Dario J. Sec. Cente. Yeah, yeah, that would be the Italian way. Sacenti okay. is like how, it, yeah, but the double C would be Sacente. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. Thank you. What, yeah. what is it? So it's wealth management, is that right? So no, yeah, well, I work within wealth management, but uh, the uh, award or the, the nomination and the actual award coming up is a company-wide thing. So it's basically, uh, we're a company of almost 700 employees and they choose eight employees that are you know going above and beyond and doing things in the community and obviously very good at their job and recommended by supervisors and their team and so i was one of those eight it's very exciting yeah so tell me about this is i am so sorry to do this because (laughs) we are it is definitely the sexier topic to talk comedy Mm -hmm. but (laughs) i am a little interested in the regular job sure are you picking stocks for people is that what the day job is not yet not yet actually um i support a team of advisors um and we have like portfolios so it's like a lot of retirement money, investments, things like that. Um, yeah. But we have uh, a lot of clients, and uh, you know, we service um, you know all over the area. So, do you have any good, really good success stories of like you know buying something when it was a dollar a share, and <laughs> and that person ended up making millions? Like, you any? No, not specifically. <laughs> I mean, I have my own portfolio, but um, what are you on right now? I mean, uh, <laughs> Tesla is the thing, but yeah, that's the hot one. Um, yeah, there was some conversation about how we should have invested earlier and now it's gone up and, you know, so yeah. it's like, uh, that was one of the things that we were just talking about the other day. Um, yeah. but yeah, we don't adjust too much, um, at the bank level. They do a little bit, they have an investment committee and they may tweak things here and there, but, yeah. um, you know, we're small enough so we can be nimble just in case things change. And, I learned some yeah. good behind the scenes it's not really behind the scenes don't mm-hmm. worry this is not in it sure but it was uh, about a week ago we had garth hankinson he's the cfo of constellation brands yeah he spoke at rotary mm-hmm. and he talked about that was the day that they announced uh, a new board chair okay and their stock went up like a dollar 25 a share or something yeah. which is pretty big right yeah sure um 
that it was the first time since the formation of the company that somebody with the last name Sands was not in charge of the company. Right, because it's a family, yeah. But he was explaining that they previously had two different types of shares and that one type of share belonged, essentially the Sands owned most of it, and it was an oper- they, they basically owned the operations of Constellation. Right. But there was a second class of share that was uh, the financial interest of the company. Okay. And so it was a really odd structure that Constellation yeah. was working under for years and years and years where the the you know the sands owned the operations but the financial interest was owned by the shareholders okay. which was very yeah. not typical yeah. and because they right right finally made that right their stock price went up and, okay. and that day was like a big day and okay. he spoke yeah. to us at Rotary and it was kind of cool That's cool yeah, yeah yeah Constellation's an awesome local business I actually I took a business class not too long ago and I wrote a paper about Constellation brands yeah, yeah. yeah. so it that was cool I yeah. mean it's it's you know you look at it and it's the behemoth but it is the American dream so it's like 1945 guy starts making some wine that's right starts selling wine and and you know yeah Canandaigua you know. actually I think yeah Canandaigua it was like Canandaigua Wine Company yes or yes yeah do you want to get into more fascinating stuff or should we keep going with stocks uh yeah <laughs> I'm off the clock right now I don't want to talk stocks anymore well I figure this way you can say you're working that's you're right, right. yeah just, yeah this yeah. counts as a business meeting maybe exactly I don't know. yeah 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 well uh so we're both on the Lunch Door podcast network now. yes how about yes. this yeah we're no crossing over right now it's exciting I know this is a collab episode it's very cool yeah yeah Lunch Door and it, it's cool man we got what 11 podcasts on there yep. all local yep. people all creatives um, yeah no it's exciting to be a part of that and we've started releasing uh, we've done three episodes so far since um, you know joining the network and it's it's great to be back do you do you do your episode like what's your philosophy recording episodes because I actually I don't even think you know this I'm mm-hmm. gonna tell you something interesting right now sure I'm doing three today you're oh, my first. Really? I'm leaving you and I'm going to Rocco to do Mark Cupolo and then I'm, nice. I'm doing John Swan tonight. Really? Uh, at Vern's. So they got some heavy hitters. So I'm doing back to back to back. Yeah. Well, a couple heavy hitters in there and then you. And then like, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, yeah. I'll leave the jokes That's to good. you. That I'm was sorry. good, yeah. That was the worst. I set you up. When I was in radio. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in radio, I remember the comedians would come up and and they would just say, the one thing we don't want is for the radio guy yeah. to try to be the one to make the jokes. Right, right, <laughs> right. You're like, let me take that. That's my expertise. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all good. You're I'm funny. <laughs> I apologize and I won't let that happen yeah. again. Anyway, <laughs> so it's the first time I've ever tried to do this, though, mm-hmm. to knock out a bunch because it. W- I'm I'm thinking, God, it's, you know, once a week, like it always feels like Ugh, I'm scrambling at the yeah, end of the week. To no, yeah, I think it's a good tactic because you know it's good to get a couple in the can, yeah. and you know, so you have that, and you know, you can kind of take a break. You have some that you can release, um, you know, when you need to. I know, I think it's what every Sunday you release. I do every Sunday morning. Yeah. And what I find is that. While I love doing it, I find that sometimes it's difficult to motivate myself mm-hmm. to schedule a guest, go find the guest, and make it actually happen. Yeah. And so I figure I build up all this motivation and I just kind of freaking blast a day of this. Right, right. right. And now and now three weeks and then I, I monologue once in a while. So I'll do like yeah. a fourth week. So it's basically a month worth of podcasting right. Right. in one day. And I'm, I might do it more. I'm just testing it today. Yeah, to yeah. To see if it works. No, I think that's the best way because I think the part of podcasting that is annoying is booking the guests, locking down a time, yeah. moving things around, making sure you have a space, things, those types of things, the producing, the production side of it. I just wish we had a producer to, yeah. but it's, it becomes you know, work. it's us, but yeah. Yeah, right. But it becomes work and it's supposed to be fun and it is fun. Right. This is fun. Yes. But I mean, for me, the I don't talking. know about for you, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is fun. But the, that part is where you start to 
you now you're like, well, now I feel like I'm working. And yeah, it sucks. Yeah, and yeah. Mind, I know so. recently you had um, uh, Jay on uh, from Tony D's. Yep. 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 Um, and I've been trying to <laughs> nail down a time with him. He recently was. He had. They had a, an event. Um, it, was, it was a brunch event or something. He said he got injured at. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those what ones. Happened? I don't know. It, they had a good time. So that was like. That's all I need to know. How the event went. So uh -huh. it looks like a lot of people came out and it was a good time but i'm like man he's, he's like you can't party like that anymore jay come on <laughs> that's awesome yeah all right well yeah. so refined taste is bad you guys yes. had a small hiatus right yeah about yeah. a year actually yeah what, what was it just was it like hey we got busy COVID ended and you guys were like well we're back to regular life we're busy yeah no i it wasn't planned uh it just kind of naturally happened I, I kept up with the social media and posting and you know promoting all our local businesses but um you know recording the podcast like we alluded to it's work you know and i think just life kind of came at us um a lot's going on you know uh it, we can talk about it after, but you know, like uh, I'm having a baby with my wife in about two weeks. Oh, very exciting! That's, that's huge. Yeah. That's right. You guys are at this in this moment childless, correct? Yes, yes. Oh, Not for long. This no. is a big there's a there's a baby inside my wife right now. Oh. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So technically not childless, but you know, yeah, yeah. Like, it'll come it, out. It's not out. Yeah, yeah. It's tougher when they come out. Well, yes. for you, yeah. For her, this might be. I don't know. Well, it's all it's hard. Pretty for her. tough for her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's definitely. all hard for her. You're, you, for you, it gets a little she's been point. awesome yeah. yeah um yeah so congratulations that's, we went through a whole ivf process Get that was last year yeah i'm going to you know what this comes out this sunday yeah and i'm not supposed to be talking about this my wife will fucking kill me yeah. we're going through it right now yeah yeah oh, that's tough man yeah, yeah it is difficult it's difficult on both of you definitely are you i don't know if you, you don't want to talk about you doing injections or where are you I really want to talk about it, yeah. but it's tough without her full permission yeah, yeah, because she's kind of asked me to hold it back. But yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously off, I'll tell you everything, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but on, I'll tell you, we're going through it right now. Mm -hmm. Our first child came very quickly and naturally. Yeah. And then um, the second one did not. Yeah. And it's been years. And so we finally just said, look, this exists. Why yeah. don't we just go to that? And right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. No, we tried obviously naturally for a while. It wasn't taking. We had to go all these doctors. Then we did a IUI. That yep. didn't take, and then we yep. went through the whole, uh, you know, uh, extracting the eggs, and then, um, you know, having an embryo, and then we had to take all these injections and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. Good thing yeah. you're not in Alabama. Um, but, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. That's scary yeah. news, definitely. No, our, I think our the rest of our embryos are in Colorado or something. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. They ship them somewhere? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like so they're in, like, some uh, frozen facility big freezer or yeah, something yeah. so they're out there just in case we want it but you know this is <laughs> this has been enough I, I doubt my wife i think she's actually getting uh her tubes tied at the end of this oh so, so that, okay. it's the end calling it so, a day yeah, yeah yeah she she wants me to get the snip snip too so we'll see um yeah or well, double yeah. Well, usually if only one of you has to the other one could well, yeah okay. i know but we'll see yeah yeah All we right. really want to be sure but uh <laughs> We're putting all everything we have into this one kid, so <laughs> look out, yeah. kid. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, um, I'm but so yeah, glad you said yeah. it. I wish I could talk more about. No, it. No, I, I keep on asking my wife. I'm like, let me just like tell the whole story because there's a lot more to it. But no, it's obviously she, not when she's comfortable. Definitely, yeah. I, I kind of um, just to get to a little comedy stuff. But like, I 
uh, as a way of processing how things were going, I, I talked about it on stage, you know, obviously I would get clearance from my wife, but you know, just breaking down my perspective, never giving her experience because that's not, you know, it's not my experience. I can't talk on that, but, um, you know, just going through it and how difficult it was on both of us. Um, and you know, finally it was like August or something. We got happy news and we weren't sure you know we came to a point where like if this if this doesn't work we're not sure you know it's like we'll consider adoption it's like i don't think we want to go through this again Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and uh so you know we're gonna have a kid so it's great Mm -hmm. and uh yeah is that on the special you talking about this on the special at all yeah yeah i am actually yeah that's the last track where um I uh, basically just talk about the journey, and it's obviously funny too. There's it's the jokes. last track, so yeah, it's like yeah. it's the fr- so, it's the finale. Yeah, the, yeah. So I break down. Uh, you know, I announce. Uh, people knew, I think, but uh, some maybe probably didn't know. And I say that you know I'm going to be a dad. This was recorded back in October uh, over at Selena's, and. Um, and I just kind of broke down the journey, like how, how I said, you know, how we tried naturally and then, uh, you know, that we had to like, basically, uh, it, it took like the fun out of, you know, oh, yeah, doing it. It, it becomes know? very militant. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. I said, uh, it, it stops being fun when like, yeah. uh, you know, foreplay starts with like a Google calendar notification, <laughs> <laughs> you know, your pocket buzzes and you're like, babe, we got to do this. It's time. <laughs> so, you know, talking about stuff like that, yeah. how like... Like I had to be the nurse and that like, you know, these types of things. Um, And it was just like such a new experience for both of us. Uh, And I, it's weird to say that like it's intimate and I think it brought us closer together um, in a weird way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, You're in this thing together and you're, and you're, and the other thing is you don't tell a lot of people, Mm -hmm. especially at the beginning, right. right, When you're going through it. So you're really the only ones you're really talking to. Right. It's, it's really, it's, it's really, it's just me and her and her her mother. Yeah. You know, (laughs) yeah. The three people that know everything. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually, (laughs) we didn't clue in her parents for a bit. And then I think it was the day that uh, we got the eggs. Uh, we went to the hospital to get the eggs extracted. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, babe, um, if something happens, I got to, like, tell your parents. And, like, I'm going to have to, like, start from the beginning, you know. <laughs> so like, we got to give them a heads up about, like, what's going on just in case I have to make that call yeah. that they know what's going on, you know. I got to show you yeah. something. I, I, feel like, I, I feel like maybe it's very visual, but I got to show you something from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Or for for uh, I'm sorry to the podcast audience, but you, as if we have an audience, but you have got to see. I took a picture of it. Oh, I know where it is. Okay. The... <laughs> God, I don't even know if I should talk about this. This is the porn search history (laughs) in the room at CNY Fertility in Syracuse. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Had to go and contribute my portion of things. Yeah, you produced the the producing. I, if I were you, yeah. (laughs) And honestly, if I were you, uh, Dario, I'm going to ask you, please. Please don't read these out loud. So they had a computer in there? Yeah. Did you go oh, see so CNY or who did I you do? talked about uh, on stage. This is real. This is, this is, is okay. I took a screenshot and sent it to all my buddies. Wow. That's the porn story. Those are different. Wow. Isn't that? It vintage. made me feel normal. I like the vintage one, too. I, I've never felt more normal than when I saw what other <laughs> guys great. were looking up. I was yeah, like, oh, my God. Yeah, we didn't have a computer. Uh, what we had uh, when I went 
is uh, they had DVDs, and it was just hilarious <laughs> to me because it's such an outdated technology. Did you have to like thumb through them and pick one. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, I wanted to like call the nurse over and be like, nurse, I can't get off this title screen. It keeps loading. <laughs> Can we get to scene selection here? <laughs> no, yeah. It's so weird. I was like, I haven't used a DVD in years. Yeah. I was like, it's <laughs> what now is the time. Yeah. So um, yeah. now I, uh, I I went in. I was ready. I had something queued up on my phone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so my, my business partner like called me while I was there and I started to complain about how I was telling, I was like, yeah, you go to the room they put you in is really small. And then and I've been waiting for like four hours and I just see the women working at the desk are just shooting me stares. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, complaining right now. Yeah. And I realized I was like, you know what? I can't, I have to, Right, no, right. I have nothing to complain yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, no. as far as the things go, I mean, it, that was like the man's part in this, yeah, right? And it's like no the room. easiest thing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I mean, uh, I, I made a joke about it. I don't, this isn't on the album, but I was talking about how quickly, like, I was ready to go, yeah. you know, that like the, the nurse closed the door and then I opened it <laughs> with the bag. <laughs> with the, it's just like smoking, you know? <laughs> And she's like, "Oh my god!" And she's like, "Doctor, it's a, it's a record." <laughs> so how do you like when you you're gonna do that material on stage? Mm-hmm. You, you record in October. How do you? I mean, you only found out. No, uh, well, no, I guess you've been going through the process a long yes, time. How yes. do you like? What's the first iteration of that whole set? That portion of the set. And how does it end up in October? Like, how do you whittle that down to? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah. Like I said. I, the whole summer, the whole year, we're going through this process. And for me, stand up is a way to, you know, process my feelings, get my thoughts out, and obviously in a funny way. Yeah. Right now, I'm doing the same thing where, you know, we're going to have the baby and I'm already writing jokes about this, that, you know, that I want to have a fat baby, you know, like <laughs> these types of things, because it's like the only time in your life where it's bad to be skinny, you know, like where being fat is like an endearing thing, yeah. you know, yeah, so, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. connected. It's like you're back like in the Middle Ages where like the, the fat people are like nobility. You know? <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, I'm already talking about these things and making it funny and I for me especially with the IVF process um, and I had a couple of people come up to me after shows when I talk about it and they said you know it was great hearing that especially from a male perspective um, and you know and just kind of breaking that down and uh, I think there is a stigma attached to it because not many people it's behind closed doors and uh, it's good to get it out there mm-hmm. that people are doing it and that it's not a secret and it works too yeah so. well oh, so so now to get to the actual like work of creating mm-hmm. comedy then yeah so you're you, you're doing that you do it I assume you've done you do it a handful of times before you, you sure. record it right because yep. you got to make sure it works oh yeah I mean how what is what is it like to take something like that up on stage for the very first time like do you remember the very first time you tried that out <laughs> and and how are you simultaneously in the moment as mm-hmm. a comedian and making this audience laugh versus the work of the comedy of figuring out what landed what didn't land right how, can you break down all that uh, well, um, I think the whole process was like broken down in different parts, right? Like how we talked about going, you know, doing our thing, going to the def- separate doctors. All these experiences were such new things for me. Um, having uh, a doctor that's just dedicated to my privates, you know, like that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Like that's so weird and funny and like, but it's things that people don't generally talk about. And so as each 
one of these things happens, I kind of process it, think about it, and I'm like, you know, we, we've got to talk about it. You know, this, yeah. I, me, um, in my stand-up is always my experiences. You know, when people ask me, like, uh, how do you describe your stand-up? What do you do? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, I just talk about my life. Yeah. You know, and I make that funny. I think that's the best thing you can do uh, as a comedian is just like bring your true life experience. Is there also mental note taking? Like they laughed at that. They yeah. didn't laugh at that. They did laugh at that. I mean, is that just all just mental note taking or what? Yeah. As a comedian, you know, like uh, I've been doing this for like 12 years and I'm like never out of like the comedian headspace ever, you know? Mm. So when I go to these appointments or these places or whatever, I'm always noticing things, you know, and I like, okay, that's funny, you know, like mm, weird, you know? <laughs> so it's always observing all these odd things. Uh, and then, you know, I kind of make a mental note or an actual note in my phone. I'm like, okay, you know, uh, STD posters, weird. Okay. You know, like yeah. these types of things, yeah. you know, and, uh, then I go back and I'm like, okay, how do these things connect? How can I relate it to an audience so I can put them there and understand what I'm going through and also make it funny at the same time. Right, right, right. So- Hello, listeners. This is Richard B. Cologne reminding you all to check out the Behind the Glass Gallery podcast hosted by myself and Kwaje Donnell. Every month, we interview the latest First Friday featured gallery artists and dive deep into their passion, drive, and motivation beyond what they display on our gallery walls each month in downtown Rochester, New York. So please, if you haven't yet, subscribe and give us a listen. Also, don't forget to check out our monthly artist receptions every first Friday of the month from 6 to 8 p.m. 240 East Main Street at the Mercantile on Main. Hoping to see you all behind the glass. Hi there, this is Magnus of The Mind of Magnus, a show dedicated to help expanding the mind that I have in this big skull of mine. Uh, I've grown up with the love of factoids and curious about the world, so I'm taking the time to interview all the most amazing people I've met. So join me for The Mind of Magnus. You can find it at magnusapollo.com. And if you have a guest, you want to be a guest, you want to learn more about what's going on in this world, please join me here on the Lunchador Podcast Network. So... In October, you record Selena's. Yep. It comes out. I, well, this com- the our podcast comes out March third, I guess. You your mm-hmm. uh, special comes out this week, right? Yeah, uh, March sixth. Actually, 6th. yeah, a couple Wednesday, of days after, yep. Wednesday. I think. Yes. Right? Yep. Comes out on Wednesday. Uh, you recorded at Selena's on two takes. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So we did two shows. We did an early and a late. Uh, we great audiences with both of them made the editing process a little difficult. Yeah. Uh, but it's a good problem to have is to have more good you yeah. know yeah of course yeah. uh so yeah no we i've been working with tone studios i don't know they're a local studio cool. that um has worked with joy wave and a couple other bands they're awesome they were great to work with um and just going back and forth had a couple of meetings with them and like putting down the edits and everything and uh i i think the finished product is great i'm really happy with it is it easy for you to watch yourself or hard to watch yourself uh yeah, I mean, it. it's fine listening to myself. I think a lot of people are bothered by hearing them. I'm sure you being I, I've radio. always hated it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, it. Like, uh, but, yeah, I mean, you're probably used to it, right, by now? I'm used to it, but also I've, I don't think I've ever heard a single thing I've done from day one in radio to this podcast yeah. where I've listened to it and thought, oh, good. Yeah. I did good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Like, I just... I'm so critical yeah. of anything I do. Yeah, I've Sucks. had a couple of weird things where like people tell me I have like a good voice and things like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, sometimes you need that, right? Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I'm fine. But yeah, watching myself sometimes because like 
you know, your mannerisms. I'm like, why did I put my hand there? And like, <laughs> what am I doing? I'm sweating so much. And like, yeah. things like that uh, bother me slightly. But um, as long as, well? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like when you got done with the first take and you knew you still had one to go, right. did you feel like we got everything we needed? Or did you have pressure going into take two? No. Thinking, I got to get that part right. Yeah, no, the first show went really well, really well. But the funny thing is uh, I kind of hesitated about, because, you know, with more time um, and having a crew, it obviously is more money, right? And so I was hesitant on recording the second show even. Mm. And so we did the first one and I was like, oh, that was great, okay. And I'm like, hell, let's do the second one too. I'm like, who knows, whatever. And the second one was also great and it was different and the laughs were different. that I think the second crowd was a little liquored up. And so <laughs> that helps, I think. yeah, no, it yeah. definitely did. And so the laughs were bigger, uh, longer, and I was more loose in the second one too. And, uh, I kind of just fell into it. I kind of, the, the pressure of the whole thing melted away because the first one was in the bag. I knew it was good. And then the second one, I was just like kind of shooting from the hip. I felt good. Yeah. And there was a lot that I took from the second one. I did some crowd work, um, said a couple of things I didn't say in the first one. Yep. Yep. Uh, and it was great. And I'm glad I did both because uh, we kind of combined for the album, the audio version, we combined both the early and the late. Um, of those two sets, so it's kind of a best of. Uh, you won't be able to really tell, but because um, yeah. the tones did a great job with that, um, and uh, we so it, it came out amazing. You know, now, is there any part of you now? You do a special, and that's fantastic. That's awesome. It comes out. We want to celebrate this, um, and again, comes out on the sixth, uh, which is this coming Wednesday. Yes. Is there any part of you though that now that material because it's on tape, as they say, right, I guess I'm right. old school, that now you're like, well, shit, now I'm down to zero. Yes. And I start over. Yes and no. Um, or do you still do some of those on stage? Yeah. I mean, it depends uh, if I'm right now, uh, if I'm doing longer sets um, where I'm doing like an hour, um, then I'm going to do that material, some, mm-hmm. some of it at least. But right now, if I'm doing shorter sets, I'm doing all new um, because it, I, I have to, you know, as a process and as a comedian that's like, I need to talk about things and I want to talk about new things and I want to work on things that aren't on the album and create new things because it's fun for me telling the same stuff. Sometimes you can kind of get into like an autopilot and it's mm-hmm. like, you don't feel you're just kind of pressing play on yourself and then like blah, 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 blah. You know, like yeah. it's like, it's not good anymore. You're just not connected to it. Yeah. And especially through this whole editing process I freaking uh, I've listened to myself and these jokes about a thousand times and so I hate all these jokes yeah, you don't laugh at them yeah, anymore right yeah, like, no you, yeah. no yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. the first night I went back and I you know I recorded them initially just on my phone so I could like hear the sets uh, and I was like, I, that night I'm like listening back. I'm like, oh, that was so good. Way to go, Dario. I'm like, you know, building myself up. I'm yeah. like, that was great. That's definitely going on the album. And now I'm just like, oh man, I hate these jokes. <laughs> they stink. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but get the album. I don't really think that, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. yeah. Real quick. How exactly do they, let's do an official plug. Yeah. How exactly do they get the album? What are they going to do? Yeah, so um, right now, um, when this comes out, uh, it'll be available for pre-order. But on March 6th, it'll go live. It'll uh, it'll be everywhere that you basically buy music, uh, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, um, 
other weird ones that I'm forgetting. Do I buy it? Because I'm a Spotify guy. Do I buy it on Spotify or do I have it if I already subscribe? Yeah, so you can stream it. Um, I've been encouraging people to uh, purchase the album. You know, obviously you're supporting me. It's nine ninety nine on iTunes, and then you own it. But also, um, I am giving uh, a proceeds of the album sales to the Avenue Black Box Theater. Oh, great! Um, so we're giving ten percent of the proceeds of every album sold sold uh, to that performing arts center in the historic Joseph Avenue neighborhood. Um, and so, you know, not only you're supporting me, you're also supporting uh, you know future performers as well. How, how do you do everything you do? You know, I mean, let's just sound like I'm kissing your ass, but I am, and I kind of am, but I, I think it, I, I mean, everything you're describing, you know, you're sitting here, you're writing an article for City Magazine, right? You're doing the freaking podcast. You're a working stand up comedian, a successful working stand up comedian. You have a special coming out. And on top of that, you got a real job right. that you're doing a good job, a good job at. Yeah. It's not yeah. like you're, you yeah. know, you're not I know. shitty at that job. You're yeah. good at that job. Like, what, are you just wall-to-wall busy like what's going on yeah no i'm pretty busy uh (laughs) no there's no denying that be like nah no it's all good no my schedule is pretty tight uh as you know your schedule's very busy as well uh but yeah especially these last couple of weeks you know with the album coming up i'm on a lot of different podcasts i'm uh, interviewing the the subject for my article tomorrow just like lining things up and you know bless my wife's heart that like Mm -hmm. she understands this and uh you know, I let her know. I said, this is what's going on. Yeah. This is where I'm going to be. Better squeeze that shit in the next two weeks, bud. You're going to yeah, be busy yeah. after It's that. over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to be so, a little busy after Exactly, that. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, no, um, for me, uh, as in, I have, like, uh, ADHD. So it's one of those things where, like, I kind of need to be spinning plates mm-hmm. all the time to be my best. When I'm not busy, I can't focus on anything, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. But when I'm crazy busy, I'm locked in, kind mm-hmm. of. You know, like, that's my that's my good spot right there you know what i love that you just said that because i don't think i've ever thought that about myself Mm -hmm. either i sometimes get a little torn Mm -hmm. because i will you know in the middle of the day have i sit on several not for profit boards i'm I'm up to a lot i'm the same as what you said i'm busy of course um and there's been times where i've thought to myself i thought geez you know if I quit everything except for my regular job, yeah, would I get a lot better at my regular job? Mm-hmm. Because I would be full one hundred percent focused on right. it. And the hard part is, I I don't think I would. Right. I think I require constant twenty four seven three sixty five stimulation. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think I would put any more. Obviously, <laughs> my my job likes me, and I'm doing a good job there. But uh, yeah, I don't think uh and especially with my actual position there where like things are always getting thrown at me there's requests and that that kind of uh that feeds that same need for all that stimuli as well um you know what you do though also is you stay fresh on everything mm -hmm. that way you're excited about everything you do whereas i think that you know and i'm not speaking for you but to speak for me if i went to work every day and that was all i did and i quit everything that wasn't work yeah i went to work and i went home that i would burn yes 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 yeah definitely yeah 
yeah, you need those other things. I don't know if everybody's like this, but you no. know, we are uh, where I need those outlets. Um, I need comedy. It makes me complete. You know, you kind of have like a, a pie chart of your life, right? Mm-hmm. And giving back to the community is one of my, those big slices of that pie chart. Uh, comedy obviously is a huge thing. My wife spending time with her, um, and obviously our our future child, and that'll make everything me. You know that that completes me um and without one of those things you know i kind of fall apart a little bit so how you say so so you are so plugged into what's going on in rochester (laughs) i try art wise how you say so so what what's the secret to, to staying so plugged in uh, I mean, I, I, I'm on social media all the time. I, I stay up on, uh, you know, keeping our, you know, refined taste uh, up to date. I, I try to share as much as I can um, about new restaurants, uh, events, anything that might be related either to food or anything that we like, honestly, arts, anything. Um, What's and the in, cool new restaurant yeah. right now? I mean, since this is coming out so close mm-hmm. to when we're actually recording it, What's the the hot joint people got to go try? The hot joint, yeah. Well, uh, it seems like Jack's Extra Fancy yep. is the spot right yep. now. Yeah, yeah. No, it. My wife and I went there a couple of weeks ago. I had uh, some fried chicken. It was on special. It was great. They always kind of do a little different spin on what they're doing too. So where is that place? Uh, so that's in the old Jack Ryan's on Atlantic Avenue. Okay. Um, basically right down the street from like uh, East, right down the street from here, right yeah. where we are right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, they kind of refurbished the space, made it, it feels like a, a little Brooklyn-y type of thing where yeah. it's like, you know, uh, random albums and knickknacks and shit on the That's walls cool. and stuff. And it, yeah. it feels, uh, it's cozy and uh, the products are great. I mean, the food and the drinks, everything's really good. They're good people too. They just did a, yes. a night for us for Big Brothers Big Sisters. Yes, where they, they did, a, yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, you know, the other place I heard about, first of all, today as we speak, Friday, they're, but they're open on Sunday when this comes out, and they're open Friday, Saturday, Sunday going forward, mm-hmm. is the uh, Homemade and Handmade Market, which okay, was, yeah. um, it's Chad Flint, the maple syrup guy. And do you remember when that Jen's Artisan Breads yes. opened up her store, and she had like two partners? Yes. They kind of, it was provi- provisions. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That they, was over by uh, Peels, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That particular space did not last that long right. but they kind of split in these and the the two fellas that she was dealing with went and did like an online farmer's market okay and now that online farmer's market has become this handmade homemade market i Great. put it on my social media yes yeah, so that's gonna be over on monroe Avenue, it's on monroe right? it's yeah. near the vegan butcher mm-hmm. and then like right across from them is is that is i just saw they opened last night yes bar bad ending yes right? yeah so that's the old what crown, crown. rose and crown yeah i got stories about that chart. oh yeah i've never i been got in some it. stories too you've never been I've in never there? been in it and oh. i still have stories yeah i've lived in 12 corners for a really long time okay and uh i spent 10 years driving down Monroe Avenue. Well, actually, it was like six years driving down Monroe Avenue to downtown Rochester at three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. because I worked in radio and I had to be there at 3 a.m. Right. So I drove by that crown joint <laughs> when it was popping. 
popping yeah. sometimes at 3 a.m. Yeah, no, that's those are the peak hours right there. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I'm on my way to work. Mm-hmm. And that's a weird situation where it's Friday morning for me, but it's Thursday night for them. Right, right. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, very similar as uh, a comedian in New York. You know, when I was coming back from gigs, say, like, I'm coming back from Queens on that 2 o'clock in the morning, and then there's guys with hard hats going to a construction site. <laughs> yep. And I'm just like, oh, man, we're... Uh, two different lives here (laughs) very different yeah yeah that's right so i don't know about that i i i don't know about that place i've never Mm -hmm. been in there yeah when it was crowned is it a dive or was it a dive i should say yeah yeah no definitely it was um i i've done comedy there a couple of times we had some shows i think they were running an open mic there for a while um they have a stage still so we'll see um i'm sure they'll have some live acts they got to use a stage if they have it Mm -hmm. Um, but it looks like uh, they ripped out carpet. They have some hardwood, which is good. They made some changes. It looks good. good. And, uh, you know, I'm excited that it's back. I think the neighborhood loves having a bar there. Yeah. Um, Monroe Avenue has, like, people that just stick to Monroe Avenue. Yeah. And uh, it's good to have. You know, I, I just love when new businesses open. So, what uh, What's Refined Taste got coming up? Uh we got with nothing really. We have uh, <laughs> we right. just released an episode with uh, we did um, we had Sydney Bell and uh, Maya uh, Johnson Dunn on, and um, they talked about DEI and wine. So they teach a class together over at New York Kitchen and Candegua, and basically. Um, this is a, a class to the wine industry. So they have cohorts that come in, uh, and they're all from different facets of the industry, whether they're actual, uh, you know, touch the grapes or they're sellers, buyers, whatever. Um, but they're basically implementing uh, DEI practices and, you know, making the field more accessible for everyone. So That's great. it was a really cool conversation. And I kind of, I posted earlier in the week just saying like how this that conversation was basically what encompasses what uh, refined taste is about, um, you know, representation, um, you know, letting everyone have a seat at the table type of thing. That's fantastic. Um, so it was great. That, that episode just came out. Um, we actually have one in the can with uh, Chef Cruz. Um, so that'll be coming out pretty soon. Uh, he's got his uh, new restaurant, Shell. I'm going to uh, yeah. do Rocco, like I told you right yeah. this with Mark Cupola. Yeah. And like, something I've always wanted to know sure. is like when, when, when Rella, like what, what happened? And I'm thinking I'm going to ask. I don't yeah. know that he's going to answer. Right. It's kind of cool because this is acting as a tease for next week's episode right now. <laughs> yes, yes. I will ask the question. I don't know if he's going to answer or not, but that did seem relatively abrupt. And, and, and Yeah, yeah. I think uh, within the conversation, I think Cruz kind of alluded to it. Um, I mean, Rella was Cruz, I feel like. Obviously, Mark, you know, gave him that opportunity, but uh, it was one of those types of restaurants, and I I think this is kind of the new thing where, like, uh, everybody does everything type of thing, Mm -hmm. and so Cruz and Rico and a couple other guys were just, like, out in the front, and you get to see them, you know, do their thing. You know, they're cooking, they come over and talk to you, they're recommending wine, uh, and that was a really cool experience. I went there with my dad a couple of times, and uh, we had some great meals, Uh, and Cruz took care of us. It was one of those things where... Mm -hmm. 
and I'm sure you've experienced this when like a chef, you go in, you sit down, a chef's like, you hungry, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you, you always answer yes. It's my yes. favorite. It's my you favorite always answer yes, yeah, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and then everything on the menu comes out. Yeah. So uh, it was, we had a couple of those experiences and yeah. man, those, those are uh, definitely memorable meals. Like when you know the person, it'll just be you hungry, but sometimes, I've had a couple where I don't know that, and they'll say, "You hungry? You got mm-hmm. a budget?" <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And that, and and just I love that experience mm-hmm. because I like to be surprised. Yeah. Um, again, the, I, the I, tasting. I, yeah. I married a regular person, uh-huh. and unfortunately, she wants to order and know exactly what's coming. <laughs> yeah. And have them, you know, ranch on the side. Right. That's <laughs> well, why I sorry, go with my dad. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> my wife couldn't handle that either. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we just look at the menu, and then I hand it back to him and I said, "Dude, do everything. <laughs> do whatever you want to do." Yeah. yeah. Exactly. exactly. My my meal is in your hands. <laughs> what uh, if we order food here? I want to treat you some poutine. What's what's the go to here? I'm a big fan of uh, they do the curry curry lentil. Okay. I, I'm a big fan of that. I don't know how you feel about you know like Indian spices and stuff. It's not really I spicy, like but it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. You're like me. We're we're yeah, just really. eaters. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, that's a, I'm a big fan of that. Um, I like the the meatloaf sandwich here is really great. Ooh, a sandwich. I would yeah. never thought to get a sandwich. There's some sandwiches that are kind of uh, I don't think they're slept on really, but uh, there were new additions when they opened the brick and mortar. Um, Every once in a while, they do specials from the truck. Uh, and then basically when they opened here, you know, they could offer them all the time. So that was an exciting thing. Recently, they've been doing uh, the breakfast sandwich from Hearts. I don't know if you saw that. Get out of here. They, yeah. they do that here? Yeah. That's freaking fantastic. Yes, I love it. Definitely. Oh, my God. I miss Hearts. Yeah, yeah. So that's. I think it's on the menu today. I okay. mean, you could order it. But, yeah, no, it was a cool thing. Um, Ronnie that, you know, that talked earlier, she... Uh, I, I think she was missing that sandwich, right? And I think the community kind of, she put it out there. She's uh, very active on like um, Twitter and like talking to her customer base, right? And kind of like crowdsourcing ideas and be like, hey, what do you, blah, 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 you know? And that came up in conversation. And so you know, she's like, we, we can do that here. And yeah. so it was advertised. I think they uh, they sold out the first day That's at awesome. like 11 a.m. Oh, so it's a very very cool thing and it's a great homage to a business that people miss so i love that yeah all right do we if we're gonna eat and i gotta get to the rocco i think we gotta wrap it do i miss anything no i don't think so no uh I march 6th yeah definitely march 6th um the album is uh rough and final draft uh dario joseph if you want to you just search dario joseph it'll come up it's me as a kid on my on my bike uh cute, I don't, cute. I don't know if you saw the I album saw it. yeah yes, yeah it's adorable yeah yeah so that's me i don't know what age maybe eight years old or something and uh the hilarious thing i think about that is that i still had like the training wheels on and it's <laughs> <laughs> like i look way too old to have your training wheels and uh that was actually my uh quick story is that that was my secret agent bike oh, do you know about yeah. this oh, we all we're, had we're similar ages oh, yeah. right yeah yeah and so the secret agent bike like for the uh, unanointed is uh it, it had all these compartments and stuff on it. It was really, really cool. And I got it for Christmas one year and I couldn't wait to ride it. And, uh, and it ended up getting stolen, which is a little ironic because it was like secret agent, but right, right. you know, like James Bond 
car getting stolen or something That's you know funny. yeah so um, it's immortalized on this album cover so I'm, I'm excited about that do you want to do any stock market advice before we go uh, no this is it's too timely yeah I'm yeah sorry. no no definitely all right all right, all right yeah. let's get some poutine thank right. you dara thank you this has been a presentation of the lunch podcast network